three, two, one. Here we go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We stream live on YouTube. We on Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. The initial 53-man roster has commenced. We call it the false 53 because it is the false 53, but we will talk about that false 53 in a mere five hours or so. It will be the true 53 and the true 69, and we'll get into all of that probably tomorrow, but today we want to take a look at this false 53 and see what moves need to be made and see what light is shed on this specific group, and it's not necessarily a position group I'm talking about either. It's a, an entirely different thing, and, and we've seen it going around on the interwebs, and we'll talk about it here as well. A quick update on what is to happen over the next, really, 24 hours. 11 a.m. Central. Teams have, till then, 12, was it p.m. Eastern, to claim anybody that has been waived uh, from any team. That is that is available, by the way. Uh, released, waived, what have you. Teams have then to do that. Once that happens, that's when you'll start to see practice squads come together. And obviously, if you claim someone, they're on the actual uh, 53. So there is no, no practice squad with those guys. But we'll probably start to get some of that, and it may leak. It may start to leak through during the show. And if you see some of that leaking through during the show, well, we got to get out of here at a decent time of day, not 11, 12 o'clock today. Um, then go ahead, let me know. Drop drop the you know the breaking news, and we'll we'll, we'll hit the we'll hit the breaking news for you. Um, where is that at? There we go. Yeah, we'll hit the breaking news for you, but. We've got a, a lot to get into today when breaking down the initial 53. And then in the roundup, we have some injury news as well. And that's one way to get rid of boss man fat. That's one way to do it, man. That's one way to do it. So we'll talk about that as well in the roundup. What's good, Bomb Squad? Bomb Squad! What's happening with you? I still got that button. I don't got that button no more. That's interesting. All right, let's get into this roundup so we can break down this roster uh, as it stands. And, and honestly, a bit su- this surprising thing to me isn't really the who was cut or or whatnot. The surprising thing to me is there's not much gymnastics I think that'll have to happen. Maybe a little in regards to say ouch, and we'll talk about some of the questions from yesterday. But it's more so one specific group that we're worried about depth-wise, if they if they handle that, I think we're we're pretty we're pretty much fine here. But we'll get into all that in a little bit. Let's start, let's just start off the show with the first block. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Jordan Lewis, now, I think it was a couple days ago where we figured out he was going to be activated off the pup list, and he was activated off the pup list. 
Uh, so he will be starting the season on the 53-man roster, and he sounds like his spirits are up, and we'll get into that in a second, and, and he'll be ready to go. Now, this is what J. Lou had to say to Patrick Nosey Walker, who wrote a fantastic article. Put a pin in that. He said, the tough part is over. It's honestly just seeing if I can go out there and perform to the best of my ability against somebody else. I can do all the breaks, the cuts, and stuff like that, but it's now about getting back into the fold and playing football against people. Uh, there's there's two sides to this thing. There's the A-man. It's awesome that he's ready to go, but will he be really ready to go in two weeks' notice? That That's something that we'll have to continue to monitor. But shout-out to Pat, man. Pat has been, man... I told Derek straight to his face, what an unbelievable get for .com. Unbelievable get. But Pat brought the human side of the sport to his article with .com when it came to J. Lou. J. Lou was going through some, some mental health hurdles, right, with the injury, which, again, I always say this. When it comes to the physical aspect, a lot of the time, those guys get over that. It's the mental. But this this time, it was more the mental health. Uh, for J. Lou. He was going through some things. He was struggling mentally, dealing with the injury, and he was kind of essentially ignoring people and just dealing with it probably in a way you really shouldn't. But the coaches, the coaching staff came to his aid when they when they figured something wasn't right, something was going on, and they came to Jordan Lewis's side. And this is what Jordan Lewis had to say about it. He said, it made all the difference, honestly. When I was down, all of the coaches came to see me. Those guys came to see me, and it just made all the difference. To see they were fighting for me made it easier to go out there. <clears throat> excuse me, go out there and perform. So it's good to know Jay Lou is back in a, a a better state, you know, mentally and obviously physically, because the Cowboys are going to need Jordan Lewis. He didn't hit the IR, which no one expected him to do so, but four other people did hit the IR. Josh Ball being one of them. Josh Ball, DeMarvion Overshone, David Durden, and John Stevens Jr. all hit the injured reserve list. Now, the difference between this one and making the 53 and hitting the IR is you cannot come back. So, obviously, Stevens Jr., David Durden, DeMarvion Overshone, Torrey ACL, they weren't coming back anyway. So, that was an easy decision. Uh, but according to Gelkin, according to Gelkin, Josh Ball had an injury that would keep him out, you know, a couple months. He could have returned. But instead, they put him on IR, and he will not be on this roster. Well, technically, he'll be here, but he will not be available. He will not count against the roster, any of that, um, for the 2023 season. Next year is a different conversation. We'll talk about that, with, about Josh Ball, once we get to to training camps. and what, Or not training camps, but uh, offseason talk and all that. But that's so far down the road. No one cares about that. Right now, he's among the four guys on injured reserve. And also a key note here. Ronald Jones is technically still here. So, so Ronald Jones doesn't count against the roster as well. However, because of the suspension, until that is over, he, he can be here. He The rights, the Cowboys have his rights. So he is also on the reserves list, but he's, he's dedicated as a suspended guy. So that'll be interesting to see what happens over the next... Uh, about a month, really. Over the next three weeks, after the Cowboys' first two games, what will they do with Ronald Jones? But that's a future problem to, to deal with. But right now, he's among the other guys on the IR. Or not the IR, the reserves as well. Now, this was the, the biggest news that came out of yesterday during the roster cuts. 
The Dallas Cowboys swap cornerbacks. They trade. And I got to press the button for this. They trade cornerback, troubled cornerback, Kelvin Joseph, which ends that experiment, to Miami for another cornerback, Noah. I'm at the Omni. I try. Hold on one second. Noah Igbenogany. I got it. They traded Kelvin Joseph for Noah Igbenogany. Here's the background on Noah Iggy. That's what we call him. The first round pick out of Auburn. Obviously went to the Dolphins, right? Didn't really catch on in Miami. Now, I think he was there. I can correct me if I'm wrong. For the, uh, who was the head coach that that left? Had all this situation with the Belichick stuff. And I can't remember his name, but um, his defenses seemed to be defenses that were a bit tough for these guys to, to, to get down pat but nonetheless he just never worked out there Vic Fangio was there now as a defensive coordinator seemed like he was doing better Flores thank you seemed like he was doing better but um it 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 was a kind of a bust of a first round pick let's just be honest he wasn't good for the Miami Dolphins in a similar fashion to Kelvin Joseph here so his potential was never realized in Miami the difference being Kelvin Joseph was also a problem off the field, right? The red flags came into play for Kelvin Joseph here in Dallas. I'm not hearing about anything about red flags for Noah Igbenogany. The interesting thing, though, is that they didn't swap the same position. They, they swapped two different positions. Kelvin Joseph was going to be your one of your depth guys as a slot guy if he even made the team. That Seeing this means he wasn't. He was going to get cut. But nonetheless, he was your, your slot guy. Noah Igbenogany... Um, he will be your boundary guy. According to Mike McCarthy, that's something that they value when looking at him and bringing him on to this roster. So why is that interesting? Well, because J. Lou's back. So I think they feel comfortable with where J. Lou is as being that second slot guy. And Doron Bland is going to be your starting nickel. We know that. But if you go look on the boundary, you got Trayvon Diggs and you got Stephon Gilmore. After that, really, your only experienced boundary guy was Nashawn Wright, who, by the way, made the team. But I feel like Nashawn Wright is going to be going to IR. This is a guy that's been out. He, you know, he's hurt. And the easiest way to to keep him on a roster and keep him around is to, hey man, you hurt. You all right? No, I'm good, coach. No, you ain't. IR. Difference now is IR. You can come back in four weeks. So technically. Right now, Noah Igbenogany is your backup boundary cornerback. But what about Eric Scott Jr.? Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't feel like they're ready to throw Eric Scott Jr. out there just quite yet. Hence why you go out and get Noah. So we're clearly banking on Dan Quinn, Al Harris to tap into Mr. Igbenogany. That sounds crazy, by the way. Shouts out to the bomb squad. That sounds like a villain name. Mr. This is Mr. Igbenogany. His nickname has to be Iggy, right? Like it has to be. So I think we're counting on Dan Quinn, Al Harris. I don't know if Joe Witt's going to have anything to do with it. Joe Witt, whomever. That, that defensive staff to tap into that potential that made him an early round pick, right? That made him, 
you get drafted at the end of the first round, but was looked at as kind of an early day two guy. And and look, man, I kind of joked about it yesterday on Vacha's show. You give anybody the DQ, let's see what happens. Dan Quinn has resurrected careers left and right here in Dallas, and he's got the best out of a lot of players. Now, did he get the best out of some of those guys that, that came in late in the year last year? Nah, that, that's true. But but Noah will be able to be here throughout the season and get a couple weeks of practice prior to. But he'll be able to be here throughout the season, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not... I'm not banking on anything one way or the other with this guy. Um, you you didn't. I don't know that you gained anything here in, in a sense right now as we're speaking. But I do know one thing you gained, and, and that's the off-field situation. There there is no off-field unreliability when it comes to this guy like it was with Kelvin. Which, in all seriousness, good luck to him. I hope he gets his everything together and he continues to progress. He's had a good off-season uh, in regards to the preseason. And hope that carries over in in uh, uh, Vic Fangio's uh, system, which is not an easy system for cornerbacks, by the way. It's it's a pretty difficult system, uh, but we'll see what happens with him. So it sounds like McCarthy said teams took notice of him moving inside to cor- to nickel cornerback, and that raised his stock a little bit around the league. So it was a good thing to me that the Cowboys were able to get something for Kelvin as opposed to just straight up straight up cutting him. However. Getting rid of Kelvin Joseph and then the cuts that happened and the play on the field shed light to me to the 2021 draft class. Maybe from the outside and even on the inside. When you see Micah Parsons' name, kind of doesn't matter what happens after, right? <laughs> I mean, you got a top three player in the league. But... But, 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 but a team that big draft and develop doesn't really mess around any other pillars of team building, which is free agency and trades. However, they've done that this year, thankfully. But historically speaking, over the last decade or so, that's not what they do. You you don't want to see this from a draft class. And let's just keep it funky, if we may here. Michael Parsons absolutely saves this draft class without a shadow of a doubt. And, and we, you know, did kind of a hindsight look the other day where there were other players uh, that we liked. I think Amon Rossi Brown. You could add Amon, you could have Micah. Uh, and I hate to do this, and I'm sorry, but you could have Micah, Asante Samuel Jr., uh, Osa, Amon Ross St. Brown, and the Browning kid over there in um, I believe he's in in Denver. So obviously hindsight, you could do with every draft class. But when you have 11 picks and you miss essentially on seven, for sure you miss on seven, you probably are not going to bring back eight, maybe nine of these guys. That kind of sucks for a draft and develop. And obviously the check marks here to me are guys that hit. You could put a check mark next to Chauncey. I wouldn't argue with you. But I kind of got it in the middle there with Chauncey because that. Again, round three guys, eventually you want those guys to progress into starters or, you know, impact rotational dudes. I think Chauncey is still pushing to to be that. He is going to be a part of the rotation. He had a fantastic season or finale against the Washington football people. And from time to time, Chauncey shows up. But Chauncey Ghostin, Amon Rossi Brown, you know, Chauncey Ghostin, uh, the Browning kid. Chauncey, you know what I mean? So it's like, damn. We could have did boom, 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 boom. Or, or 
could have traded half of them damn picks for established veterans to help you get over the damn hump, which is something that I have been screaming for for years, and they finally started to do it this year. And I wonder if looking back at this 2021 draft class, they said, yeah, fourth round picks, fifth round picks, what are we doing? Why are we so gung-ho on holding on to these? We're good at hitting in the middle rounds from time to time. We're also, it's about 50-50, which is, which is good. But if I could take that other 50 and turn it into a proven veteran, Stefan Gilmore, turn it into a proven veteran, Brandon Cooks, turn it into a proven veteran, Jonathan Hankins, that'll help me get over the hump. I'm doing that all day and tomorrow. All day and tomorrow. So after these cuts went down, I immediately went back to the 2021 draft class and said, boy, Thank God for Micah. And I'm a big Osa fan, but Osa wouldn't have been able to save this draft had Micah Parsons not been here. He wouldn't have been able to do it. So maybe this is kind of one of those lessons learned here where they may have already learned their lesson. That's why you went out and you got these other guys. And you you have to understand, this is the first time, well, not the first time. This is the fourth consecutive year. And we'll get to this in a second. If you look at one of my questions from last week or from yesterday, well, the Cowboys cut a draft pick because they don't do it. And they didn't. All the draft picks made the team again. And this is the fourth consecutive season that has happened. It's been five drafts ago was the last time they cut a draft pick um, that, they, that they took. And this is a big Mike McCarthy thing. This is a draft and develop. Uh, he, he talked about the percentage of the roster that he wanted to be on his team that were rookies are, is in the 20 to 24 or 25% range. And every year he's kind of done that when you count you know, draft and undrafted free agents. Now this year, I'm not really counting Aubrey, but there was only two undrafted free agents that made the team, which we figured it'd be tough because you look at the roster, that's a tough roster to crack. It was a really tough roster to crack. But I, I just wanted to point that out about the 2021 draft class. And look, it's, you're not always going to hit on all these. You know, you look at the 2020, you did good. Uh, 2022, still working, but it looks like that's going to be pretty solid too. 2023, obviously, we haven't even played just yet. So, it's really just that class, and, and that's the, the most picks the Cowboys have had since 2009. So I thought that was a very, very important year, and, and me personally, I would have 100% used some of those picks to, to go up and get somebody or go get a, a proven veteran or something. It's kind of crazy it, when you see 11 rookies make a team. 11 rookies made that team, and it was, it was kind of wild, but I wonder what... How it is around the league. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't, I don't follow every other team's trends when it comes to drafting. Has any other team kept all of their picks four or five consecutive seasons in a row? I get it. A year or two, four consecutive seasons in a row, every single last pick has been kept. And sometimes you're cutting maybe an undrafted guy that you want to keep. Or sometimes you're trading away another guy that you want to bring back. And now that guy goes out and he's winning the Super Bowls. And the other guy you traded for, he ain't here. But that's another, that's neither here nor there. Thought it was interesting. That's all. All right, before we recap. Before we recap the roster we got one call on the line let's get to that call to kind of clear that if you want to call in you can 351-999-3787 and then we're going to run down this roster right quick and talk to y'all about it uh what's good 480 az all day in the house az oh, 
AZ all day. You can write that down. I'll be calling back because I love your show, man. I see Thank you, you 105.3, then on Vox. You're going to conquer the world here coming up quick. So oh, good job on you on the, on the report out. Thank you, brother. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing math here. I see seven corners, six safeties, yeah. and previously two, two linebackers from last year coming back, Jabril's out. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking at a 4-0 defense. With, without the <laughs> so, so you say we 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 running a four or seven? A four o defense with four linemen, four linemen and seven DBs. What the hell? Talk to me. I, I I'm just throwing that out to you because they they stocking all these these uh, DBs, bro. What's going on? What's if, if, doing? If I had to guess, there's two there's two things it is. Number actually three. And let me try to remember them all. all right. So number one, we're not done. Mike McCarthy, if you go oh, listen, if you go listen to the press conference, Mike McCarthy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just kept he saying, said, Hold up, wait. Don't yeah. Away. <laughs> Mike was like, hey, y'all, yeah, chill. I got that. He was like, look, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why I'm doing this damn press conference today because I gotta come back. He, I'm, said, I'm, that. Go- he said that on the center, though. Yeah. You know that, right? He said that. I ain't, I ain't he said it on center. He, he he brought yeah. it up again on line, linebacker. I, he basically is go. saying, look. It ain't done. We're, things will come to to play. We can't tell y'all nothing. We can't because if I tell you, you're gonna run and put it That's in the like, media, don't, and then don't, don't give it away. Right. Yeah, exactly. Away. So I I'd have a hard time imagining them carrying three off ball linebackers into the season. So either somebody's coming back on the practice squad, or they're gonna claim somebody. They're gonna sign somebody. I'm that's that would be my biggest bet on what's happening with the mm-hmm. roster right now. They will sign or claim or bring a linebacker back to the practice squad. So I'm not really – I'm tripping that they only carry three, but I'm not tripping that they'll ignore it completely. That's number one. Number two, um, now that doesn't mean they're going to carry six or five because I do think there was something to Dan Quinn utilizing the safeties as a linebacker. So I, I think that is he a He seems like he loves, it. he loves safeties and, and, and he loves that, that, that team. That that group, it's new, it's it seems new, like I mean, new wave, bro. Go ahead. It's a new wave. You know, yeah. it, te- teams are, the, the, man. Coaches are smart. Co- coaches are smart. They understand how to take advantage of mismatches. Dan Quinn, low key, and my and look, I could be wrong here. I'm not saying he's a clairvoyant, but this all started to me DQ back in in Atlanta, where you noticed him mm-hmm. getting getting super athletic guys at the position. Granted, they still were oh, linebackers. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the tall kid that went to Green Bay, uh, Deion Jones, right? Yeah, the, the other kid that went to Jacksonville. These were all super athletic, fast linebackers that can cover some ground and cover in general. So Dan Quinn kind right. of noticed what was happening right. with the league. And then he tried to That's switch right. it up and bring, uh, what's the dude? Neil. Keanu Neal. He tried to bring yeah, him right. down to play I'm some, Neil, some yeah. linebacker. Didn't work out. So there is something to it. So maybe you don't have to carry so many linebackers anymore in today's game, but damn it, you got to carry more than three. I mean, sheesh. Well, I'm I'm loving what I see. I uh, you know I'm 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 I was watching every aspect of yesterday's cuts and, and waves and bringbacks and all that, and so I'm I'm thankful that we got Quinn. I trust 
Quinn. And Q, I trust. Absolutely. I'm just anxious, I'm just anxious to see what he's going to unveil. I, I think it's going to be something uh, something to behold. I'll leave you with that, bro- good brother. Keep doing what you do. And uh, AZ in the house. AZ all day. Shouts out to you. Almost slipped up and said something about, about uh, in a positive way, AZ, in a positive way, about AZ, not Arizona in general, but, you know, there's a natural supplement that comes from this earth. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> let me get into this, damn. Uh, let, all right, let's go to this, let's go to this uh, 53-man roster breakdown. Let's start with the quarterbacks here. Nothing surprising. By the way, before we get all the way into it, simple question. Were there a bunch of surprises to y'all? It wasn't a bunch of surprises to me. The only surprise to me was uh, Isaiah Land. Let's just be real. I thought Isaiah Land did enough and was going to make this roster. And that's the one person I think they're taking the biggest risk on. Other than that, I don't think there were a ton of surprises on this roster. And just like I said in my tweet the other day, I'm not really tripping of those who don't make this team because of the waiver wire, because of who can come back to the practice squad and things like that, your roster is like 95 to 98% set. You're, you're really squabbling over the last three positions at the very least. So I don't think there was many surprises to me, uh, but Land Land was the big one. Land was the big one for sure. All right, Qs. Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Trey Lance, pretty much expected that to happen. What will be interesting to follow, though, uh, is the development of Trey Lance. Is there a point in time in the season where you would ever call him up? When I say call him up, I don't I don't mean he's going to be on practice squad and elevate him to quarterback too. And you might say, well, why does it matter if he's available on game day? And th- I got to do some more digging on this rule. But if Trey Lance is designated as your QB three, right, the emergency quarterback, Trey Lance cannot be involved in any type of packages unless both of those quarterbacks go down. So. While we think initially, you're like, hey, man, he could do some red zone things, some RPO things. Yes, only if he's quarterback, too. Only if he's quarterback, too. So, and again, the reason I want to dig is because is that rule a firm rule in the sense of you can't have three quarterbacks in general on game day? Like, can I have three quarterbacks and then designate somebody else as an emergency queue? But I think what happens is you can only carry two initially on the roster and then um, initially on game day and then designate the third one as an emergency. And if he's an emergency, he cannot play unless the other two go down. I think that's very important when thinking about a role that he could potentially have on this on game days. That's very, very important to think about. So can he advance to quarterback two at some point? Maybe once we get past the bye week, maybe once we get you know, into the double digits of games. I don't think early on, though. Not enough. He did speak with the media, said some good things. He's excited to be here. I'm excited for the kid. When you listen to him and you listen to what Jimmy Garoppolo said, Jimmy Garoppolo was like, man, I don't know what the hell they're doing over there with quarterbacks. And, and the guy followed up with, yeah, is, you know, do they run? how do they run things over there? He said, you tell me what it looked like. It's a damn mess. It's a damn mess. So shouts out to Trey Lance. He'll have a chance to learn behind Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, and Mike McCarthy. And I think he'll benefit from this, whether it be here or whether it be somewhere else. Running backs, Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle, Deuce Vaughn, and the Majestic Beast, as uh, somebody in the chat said, Hunter Lipke. And here's the important part right here, fullback. 
The top three, I think, were set in stone. Obviously, Rico and, and Deuce did not dress. They were clearly playing. It came down to whether you were going to carry uh, a fourth actual running back or a fourth fullback, which is the one fullback. And I want to get to the parentheses part of this. And I'm going to go back to my original line of thinking with Hunter Lipke because it'll, it'll make everything make sense for me. Originally coming in here, he was one of two undrafted free agents. That I thought I had a shot to make this team for two reasons. The other one was TJ Bass, which we'll get to in a second. Because of the interior line, it wasn't a bunch of depth there. And then Hunter, because of the history of McCarthy, right? Fullback. We talked about him being a mesh between John Kuhn and Kyle Juszczyk and all of that. Then preseason happened and training camp happened, and we didn't see any of that. We saw halfback Hunter Lipke. And y'all know my spiel on the whole halfback Hunter Lipke. But I'm going to I'm gonna say this. There's no way. There's just no way that a Kellen Moore is going to utilize a fullback more than a goddamn Mike McCarthy. Not happening. Don't believe it. And this is what I mean by that. Uh, McEwen, right? He played 35 to 37 snaps. I can't remember the exact word. Uh, exact number at fullback last year under Kellen Moore, right? I'd imagine Hunter Lipke can double that at the fullback position. I'd imagine, and this is what I was thinking about yesterday. Hunter Lipke was used as a halfback as a test run, as a can he do it if we need him to do it? But I don't think he'll be you. There's no way, right? He's going to be used as a halfback during the regular season. Because if that is the case, you you just completely eliminate what makes him Hunter Lipke the majestic beast, the majestic beast, right? And that's that versatility. The ability to go do fullback things, the ability to move around, the ability to leak out the backfield when teams think you're going to run and you got to play action and oh damn, I forgot about a Hunter Lipke. Cuz I'm worried about Tony Pollard or I'm worried about Jake Ferguson. I'm worried about the other wide receivers out there. So I can't fathom that he will be used like he was used in the preseason. And then that made me say, McCarthy's done this before in regards to playing things close to the vest. He's done this before. However, I'm not going to fake the funk and act like the last game that he had against the, the Raiders didn't help him get on this roster. And, and that's one thing McCarthy said. He said, it sucks that having three games you don't get a chance to see all these players. Uh, and you need some of these guys to go out there and prove themselves. And that's what he did. Uh, we had a conversation with somebody on the phone yesterday. And I was like, I mean, I, he obviously went out there in that last game and did enough, I think, to garner making the team. Now it's about the role. And I just, I got to go back to my original line of thinking. And that makes everything feel better for me. My original line of thinking is this guy's going to come in here and be fullback, move around, used as a H back slash tight end sometimes detached lead guy. That's what he has to be used as if he's going to be on the 46, because if he's going to be just half that guy, you likely don't activate him. Now I don't think you're going to carry him and not activate him if you're only carrying three tight ends. So that's my, that's my take on Hunter Lipke being here. It goes way back to the original thought process of Hunter Lipke. He's going to be your fullback. No way in hell is going to be your halfback. Can't do it. Won't do it. 
Wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, easy. Oh, and Jalen Tober, easy. Kamate Turpin, easy. We knew these guys were going to make the team. Jalen Brooks. Jalen Brooks felt super-duper safe to me weeks ago. Slipped a little bit after the first game. Got a little bit back in the second game. And then the third game, I just I, did he even play. I couldn't even remember him playing out there. But, again, goes back to draft class. You, they just don't cut their guys. He makes the team. And, and honestly, under Mike McCarthy, I don't think I'll ever, ever bet. And I didn't bet. That's why I've been saying it for years. I, I will never, ever bet on one of the draft picks not making the team. They would absolutely have to stink to not make, to not make the team. So Jalen Brooks makes the team, rounds out the six. And this six, compared to the six or eight or whatever it was going into last year, is miles better. Miles better. Tight ends, they rolled with three again. Last year, they rolled with three going into the season. Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot, Luke Schoolmaker. Easy decision here. Um, Sean McEwen, I think he'll clear waivers and he'll be back on the practice squad just like he did last year. If he doesn't, there's a ton of Sean McEwens out there. I don't I don't really think it's a, a crazy deal, especially since if you're looking for the lead block situation, Hunter Lipke can do the lead block things. But they definitely are going to want to have a tight end or two on the practice squad, likely one. Sean McEwen being that one, if I had to bet on anybody coming back to the Cowboys practice squad, uh, Sean McEwen would definitely be that one. O-line, Tyron Smith, Tyler Biotis, Ty Smith, my bad, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele as your starters, easy. And then the backups, Matt Walesco, Awesome Richards, TJ Bass. Man, look, we love Awesome and we love TJ. Right. And Matt Walesco, we're still trying to develop. He ain't got no shoulders. We'll see what happens with him. There's word out there. He could potentially be an, another IR stash. Th- this could be a, a, a sneaky veteran or claim or trade or whatever. This could be another sneaky one of those moves where you, you bring in a backup tackle. Um, because Awesome Richards, I don't know if they're going to swing him to right tackle. And it looks like they want to go backup left, backup right, where TJ Bass is right now your swing guy. What about center? Well, Mike McCarthy says, slow your roll, shut your mouth. We're going to have a center on this team today. Just holler at me at this time to today. So I think either one or two things are going to happen. They're going to bring back Mac Forniak, which, eh, whatever. And po- or possibly Brock Hoffman, which, eh, whatever. Not a fan either, but it is what it is. You do need a backup center, and right now you do not have that. Uh, TJ Bass is not playing center. Austin Richards is not playing center, neither is Matt. Well, let's go. So, depth, if there was one spot, actually both of these spots, where depth was never addressed throughout the offseason, it's the interior O-line and it's the linebacker position. They said, let's play this out, let these young bucks see what they do. Look, we got something out of Awesome and TJ. But at the end of the day, that's still not enough, enough depth, in my opinion. Um, and, and look, Matt Walesco, I just don't trust his shoulders. Like your shoulders are going to give way. They have given way. However, as the note, by the way, shout out to BTP blog, the boys. This is their, this is their uh, 53 man roster. Team Idoga, they say here was a roster cut Tuesday, but is expected to return. Yes. Per reports, Idoga has been given the wink, wink. Chuma Idoga will be back on this team. He got cut, but he'll they'll sign him back on the actual 53-man roster, right? And there's going to be a couple guys that have to do that. The Cowboys did slight roster gymnastics, not as egregious as last year, but slight roster gymnastics where you have to get about two guys back on this roster for sure, which 
makes me believe there are going to be two guys that go to IR. Uh, Chume Doga is going to be one, and I just wonder if he's going to be your veteran in interior swing slash veteran backup tackle. The the stuff I saw from him out there at camp, bro, I you know he was getting worked. So I I just say throw Austin Richards in there, throw T.J. Bass in there. If he's going to be the guy, throw those dudes in there. Let's let's roll. Just let them deal with the fire, honestly, over Chume Doga. Switch to the defense side of ball. Nothing shocking here from a defensive end standpoint. Uh, Micah, D-Law, Dorrance, Sam, Dante. The only one that's shocking is Isaiah Land didn't make the cut, but we got about two hours here central to decide if he'll make it through waivers or not. Isaiah Land's going to be that. He'll never make it through waivers, but makes it the waivers guy, right? That That's that's this year's Malik Davis. Everybody said Malik's never going to make it. He made it through. Isaiah Land's got to be that guy. At least I hope he's that guy. Defensive tackle, Mozzie Smith, Jonathan Hankins, Osa Digizua, Faye Hoko. They have listed here at, at tackle. Uh, Chauncey Golston and Neville Gallimore. And as we broke yesterday on the show, no big bow making the roster with Neville making the roster. And as we were talking about this yesterday and we were diving into the makeup of this roster, we came to the conclusion that there really wasn't just a pure three tech behind Osa. And I think that gave Neville an advantage. And another thing that obviously helped Neville is that he wasn't as bad as he was last year. Last year, if he had the same preseason and offseason he had last year, I don't think Neville makes this cut. Uh, but Neville was, he held his weight enough. And I do think draft pedigree comes into play here, former third round pick. If he doesn't play himself off the team, they're not going to move on from him because draft and develop. So I think Neville rounds out this defensive tackle room. Um, excited for Fehoko that, that he showed some flashes at everywhere really you saw him play some five tech you saw him stand up you saw him move inside he's he's gonna be a fun player uh i think in the future here for the cowboys that's where things get interesting behind these guys linebacker Leighton van der Resch, damone clark devin harper and they've included marquise bell here probably to save face of how there's only three but i'm not including marquise bell marquise bell is going to be doing some linebacker things but he is not your full-time off ball linebacker to me uh you've got three of those and I just find it hard to believe that's who we're rolling with, especially when a guy like LVE has been hurt guy his entire career. So you're one LVE waking up and saying my neck hurt from being down to two off ball linebackers. And we had a conversation with the first caller where, yeah, there is something to having a bunch of safeties that are going to play linebacker for you from time to time for Dan Quinn. But at the end of the day, Three is extreme. I don't care what formation you're playing. Three is extremely light. And then let's call it two and a half when you got a guy who has been saying ouch for all of his career. So this is the this position is not even sneaky uh, need, I think, once these waiver wires and free agency and whatnot ends. But this position and, and possibly offense line depth are two positions I would be shocked if they don't claim or sign back or or whatever for this roster or for the practice squad there's just no way i think you can operate throughout the season on three off-ball linebackers expect to see somebody added to the 53 or expect to see one of these guys make it back or two of these guys make it back onto the practice squad cornerback Diggs, gilmore bland lewis to me no surprise here shouts out to jay lou for getting through everything he got through he's activated off pup eric scott jr 
Nation Wright, and Noah Igbenogany round out the cornerback room. Bad to guess, Nation Wright is going to be one of your other ouch IR guys for sure. That'll open up a roster spot for either a Chuma or a linebacker or someone else. But Nation Wright, I don't think, is going to be on this roster in the sense of week one availability. IR for Nation Wright, in my opinion. Everyone else, no surprise here. I mean, Noah is, is a trade, so but this is kind of standard status quo um, going into the season. Safety, you got Dono, J. Ron, Malik, Israel, Wanye, and I'm including Marquise Bell. Marquise Bell in this deep safety room. I don't remember the last time the Cowboys carried six safeties, but times have changed with Dan Quinn, and times have changed in general at this position. We might need to screenshot this, take a picture, frame it, just in case Dan Quinn leaves this team, because I don't know that we'll see another time where the room is this deep. Dan Quinn has changed the thought process of the Joneses right now. <laughs> if Dan Quinn leaves, maybe they go back to saying, out of hell with safety. But since he's arrived, this room has improved tenfold from day one, if we're being completely honest. The minute he got here, the, the safety room has been taken seriously, and we are reaping the benefits as fans. And then the specialists, Brandon Aubrey, Brian Anger, they did cut Trent Siege again, Slight roster gymnastics. They did way more roster gymnastics last year than this year. And they cut CJ Goodwin, but those guys will be back. Obviously, Trent Siege will be signed onto the active 53-man roster, where, I, in my opinion, CJ Goodwin will be brought back onto the practice squad. And I think they'll they'll probably call him up three times. That's just what they do, call CJ Goodwin up three times in a row. And then we'll see where we're at from a injury standpoint until they sign him to the main roster. Or they could just sign him to the main roster, but I believe they'll, they'll save that for a more important position on the team. So there is your what we call false 53. Your full and real 53 and 69, I, I think, will happen by about 1 o'clock Eastern today. And, and maybe, maybe it stretches further. Maybe they'll still be on the horns trying to make trades. Because um, I don't think you have, to, you have to be done making trades. But I do think linebacker, interior offensive line, there's a few names out there. Shout out to John Oney. He brought up Corey Littleton. That is a, that is a great name. Um, Deion Jones is a, a, a very popular name, a guy that I, I've told you guys I would be interested in a long time ago. Found out there was some relationship issues or what have you between him and DQ. But it's DQ, right? Like, like DQ is just a, a good dude. So I'd imagine whatever was whatever three years ago, four years ago, could potentially be squashed. Deion Jones is no longer that first or second round pick he was in Atlanta, the Pro Bowl Deion Jones. He's the, I got cut twice Deion Jones, so I need to shut my ass up and just go play where I could play. So I'm still interested if if there is no off-field issues with them, but linebacker 100%, go get me a backer, man. Y'all know Rashawn Evans is another name. So Evans, Jones, if there's no issues there. Corey Littleton was another good one. Uh, Christian Kirksey was another good one. On Vach's show, I know we don't need a safety. We don't need a DB. But Desmond King was cut. Desmond King, Desmond King got like five picks the last couple of years. He returned some touchdowns for you. He, he can he can go in the slot and do some things. He can come down. He's just a he's a firecracker back there, man. And I'm just shocked that he got cut. And not that we need safeties. I'm being a bit greedy here, but shit, man. I'm trying to collect all the Infinity Stones for this run. All of them. And if we playing safeties at linebacker, damn it, pick up the phone.
Desmond King went to the Steelers. See, I knew that wasn't going to last long. I knew that wasn't going to last long. All right. Got through the 53-man roster, the initial, the false. Let's get to these calls, man. My writing brother, what's up? Hey, good morning. And God bless you and your family and the show and watch your family too. Um, I just want to say that I like I like the situation that they brought in on Trent Lawrence because, you know what I'm saying, it's good that Dak Prescott has somebody like that because Dak Prescott is going to teach him. And Dak Prescott's job is not in jeopardy. I see Dak Prescott is going to help him, and he can be our backup future quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, you don't got to go to the draft. You already got him in-house and just grooming. You know what I'm saying? But Cowboy fans for the time. They make things more than what it is. You know what I'm saying? What you think? Yeah, bro. We talk about cowboy fans. I mean, <laughs> we are no. Yeah, I mean, no, because for... I mean, like, like, because they 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 want to make it seem like you know it should be a, a quarterback controversy when they should be excited that we got somebody like that right, right, uh, right. coming into a backup. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree. We we kind of went over this the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a win win. But again, we talk about cowboy. We, we we over. We 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 just do too much sometimes. I'll just say that. So yeah, this is a this is a win win. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, you know what I'm saying. I think this is going to be yeah. You know what I'm saying because I think like the the um the roster looks really good. It looks solid. And let's just see what happens. God bless you in the show. Like always, you keep up the good work and watch family too. And let's go cowboy. Let's go get that Super Bowl. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Let's talk to Marcus. What's good, Marcus? <laughs> hey, God, good morning. What's going on? What's good? Ain't nothing much, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey you know what's funny, man? You know, we, and, first, I'm giddy about, about, you know me, I don't cuss about this far, you know. But, Tom uh, Rothman, I right? Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of expecting that whole thing with him to go the other way. First, I knew he was competing with Tom McKinney. Because of the role that, that they were playing in the offense. 100%. And, and I didn't, yeah. Or Sean McCune was competing with him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought, you know, it would go the other way. I thought they would keep McCune and stay slipping. I think you know? the game that he had, that Raiders game, they just probably was like, I, mean, I ain't going to risk it because of because of what he did out there. I think that was their thought process. Maybe so, maybe so, but I, I guess they get they got to the same destination that they took the fifth round and all. Because again, you, like you guys say, if they, if they got Nipsey uh, on the fifty sixth or if they dress him out every day, hey, he's got to have a role. So yeah. I don't know what they, I don't know about him on special teams or anything like that, but he's got to have a role in the offense. He's really good model. Well, he's so, going to uh, have to play special teams. If, you know, he didn't play much of it in preseason, yeah. only nine snaps, but. He, he's he's got to play special teams now, which I don't I don't foresee that being yeah. an issue. Okay, yeah, because he's, he's another athlete. He can do that. You know, be aware. Maybe be aware. One game, aware. Well, I'm having a hard time hearing you, so I got to get last point in. Okay, uh, uh, just uh, just liking everything, man, and yeah, and and everybody looks good, particularly on the offense for the preseason. But you got a head coach that knows how to bring players along. They got people that they like. They knew how to showcase them. And uh, that's why we mad about everything because we we, we don't feel like we missed anything. That's more than being home. That's that's us having some confidence in and seeing that translate from the decisions the coaches make to the way the players play on the field. So can't wait for us to get started, man. 
Talk to you later, Scott. All right, my man. Appreciate you, Marcus. Sir. I ain't talked to my guy B in a while, man. Brandon from Frankly Football. What's up, B? I'm gonna lock this What's going up on, Scott? How you the conference has been locked. What's up, man? All right, so I believe that a common theme with the um with the offseason this year is the front office kind of doing the unexpected. Um, and we've seen a lot of that the last few days with with them doing a lot of the trades. You know, Trey Lance, um, the Noah, um, what's his name? Trade. I don't don't make me try to pronounce his last name and all of that. Well, shit, the unexpected um, is Cooks and Gilmore. That's that's the unexpected. Yeah, hey, look, yeah. and it, and it start it starts even there, right? So usually, the team will prioritize re-signing their own guys for the practice squad and um, refilling or retooling the fifty-three man roster. But I kind of want people to kind of think differently, you know, uh, get a different view of the painting, if you will, um, and, and humor me, humor me with that. I believe that. You know, with, with cut day having just passed, I think that the Cowboys would look outside um, to refresh their roster, um, especially in position groups where they went short, like offensive linemen and linebacker. Um, you know, for example, you just talked about the Texans having a lot of them, having a, lot, a wealth of defensive pieces, um, like uh, Christian Kirksey and Corey, Corey Littleton, that linebacker position group where we went very yeah, short. Yeah. <laughs> BTB tried to fill that group in with Marquise Bell. <laughs> I got to laugh at that a little bit. And even even somebody like um, Tyree Gillespie, who I think is a great young safety who has a lot of potential left. Um, But then you also got offensive linemen like, uh, uh, what's the dude from Detroit? Um, Connor Galvin. And, um, yes. Corey Littleton also, who just got um, – A lot of you. That guy I'm interested uh, in. Uh, no, not, not Corey Littleton. Um, Greg Little. There we go. Greg Little, who also got just released from Tom Houston. So you, you got a wealth of guys who uh, just got relieved of their duties from different teams around the league who I think Dallas might uncharacteristically bring in. Um, what do you think about that? I, I think they're going to try to – bring back their guys first, but you know me, I'm looking, mm-hmm. how can I get better if, if it's possible? And you say, well, how do you get better from another cut guy? Hey man, like one man's trash, another man's treasure. So, you know, I, I've got my names, you name one of them. Uh, the kid from Detroit was a guy I was looking at. It looked like he gave up like one pressure all season, all preseason, off season or something like that. Uh, Baylor kid, right? Yeah. The tackle. Yeah. Go. Yeah. He's a big tackle. Um, I, I'm 100% interested mm-hmm. in that. Uh, especially with the whole Matt Willetsko thing. I'm just, Look, man, I, I'm kind of out on Matt His shoulder's Willetsko. funny. His shoulder's built funny. Yeah, I'm out on Matt Willetsko. Hopefully he gets better, and, and, and if he is on this team and you have to count on him, it works out, right? But but I just mm-hmm. – I don't think he's ever going to not need surgery on that other shoulder now. But nonetheless, man, yeah, that's a good name. Uh, we talked about Littleton's a good name. Um, and there's, there's a whole bunch of other dudes. 1,100 players hit the waiver wire that, that they, they're – I think it was McCarthy who said a lot of work is about to be done for this personnel department. They're they're out there scouring right now. So it'll come down to mm-hmm. let's look at our guys first and how do they match up with these other yep. guys. So I'd go out on a limb and say at least one guy from outside the organization could be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think that um, McCarthy kind of put the writing on the wall with that by saying that things ain't done yet. Um, you know, obviously they would try to bring their own guys back, but, you know, him just saying that things ain't done yet, 
they they wouldn't have sent those guys back just to bring them back back on the fifty three. Um, not the fifty three, you know, the, the kind practice of squad. Hustling backwards. No, no, you're not bringing yeah, them back yeah, on yeah, the yeah. on the fifty three. What you do is, and so, and some of them it might be because they're again. They did roster gymnastics where two guys are going to go on IR, I think, and then you can you do sign somebody back to the fifty three. But the, the practice squad plays a major factor in this now, and I love what they did since COVID because remember you can call up uh, three guys, I think it is right. You can call up three guys three times in the season. So yeah. I think the practice squad is is another. We can't discount that either when it comes to how they're going to build this roster for the season. Um, and and I also believe it could go something similar to this we we um we talked about hunter lifty last night and i like i try to go live like once every other day um i just talked about this last night um the running backs and the receivers is two positions where they went a little longer and then went short in those other positions i personally believe you think that they went longer if they I were think to bring in a, normal i don't I wouldn't consider but i believe that, that in this normal. particular case would they then release a guy like a jalen brooks no in the event that they find that they get a guy that they like, like um like a Connor Galvin, no. off of the street, no. Or would you uh say it like a Hunter Lipke in that case? Would no. would you release one of those you're guys? You're not releasing if you were able any to of these dudes. A position to need? You're not releasing any of these dudes. You're, you're first of all, Jalen Brooks is your draft pick, right? We talk about that. They don't. They do not cut those. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. You're not gonna mm-hmm. put Hunter Lipke on the the initial fifty three to cut him. Still has to go through waivers because mm-hmm. he's a he's not a vested veteran, so yeah, that that will kind of be hustling backwards to me. Um, again, you have the IR thing, so well, let's go right. Nation right, those are two candidates that they can put on IR to open up roster spots without cutting a Hunter Lipke or without cutting a Jalen Brooks. And and if you look at the Hunter Lipke acquisition at, or, or roster spot as three running backs, one fullback, I think that changes. We got four running backs. I think if he is used as a fullback, right, as a legitimate fullback, that's a fullback and then three halfbacks. So I wouldn't even look at that as going mm-hmm. long. I will look at it as I got one fullback and three halfbacks. So, and six is normal. Six mm-hmm. wide receivers is normal for the Cowboys. So I don't think they necessarily went long at those positions, and I don't think they're going to cut them. I, I, that would shock the hell out of me. If they put them on a 53, then cut them after that, and they're going to go through waivers anyway. That's fair. I can understand that. Um, any other positions where you think that they did kind of go a little longer than uh, 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 normal or necessary? What, whatever word you may feel feel uh, safety. The, the use corner. That's that's six and seven at safety and corner is long. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a lot of long. Bro. Well, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if corner if seven is the, even the right number to use just because of nation. You well, know, I, I think he might just like you said be an IR guy eventually. Sh- sure, you know, but they rather than later. But they they that's seven though on the roster currently. They could have just flat out cut Nation mm-hmm. right, and it would only been six, and they had an extra open spot. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, shoot. I think that's all I got, Scott. I think that's all I got. You mind if I plug myself? Of course, always. B. All right. Um, I am Brandon, one half of Franklin Football. Um, me and my cohort set it off, Chris. Um, we talk Cowboys fairly regularly. Um, try to go live at least, you know, once every two or three days and also put up content regularly. Check us out. Our guy, man. Appreciate you, B. Yeah, I think, if anything, one, two, five, right there, six, seven, eight. I think they went short at offensive line. I think in years past, they've carried more than eight. More than eight. I mean, and they got, 
they're dedicating junior ass one, two, three, four, five. That's long. If 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 we if we use the BTB method here with junior being Fayoko being a tackle, six defensive tackles is long. That's long. So they got slight roster gymnastics to do today. Likely you put two guys on IR. One of them would be filled by Trent Siege. Pretty sure. Right. You put Trent Siege on, on the 53. I, I doubt they'll put him on the practice squad and, and they will call you up. We, we need a snapper. We need a long snapper. So he'll he'll probably take one of those. And then the other one will, will likely be either a guy that you bring in out of the organization or somebody you bring back. Chuma Doga could be another one. But personally, I put Chuma on the practice squad. And I'm going to go sign me a linebacker. But again, we, we kind of made fun, not fun, but we kind of talked about this yesterday. This is a kudos. This is a kudos to Will McClay, to Stephen Jones, that there is not much you have to do on this roster. We're, it's all about 49 to 53. If that, you know what I'm saying? If that. So shouts out to him. Let's get Miss Jazz from the BLS podcast. What's good? Good morning, Sky. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, good. The only reason I called is because I heard you at the beginning of the show talk about the third quarterback rule, and uh, it seemed like you had some questions about it, and so I was calling to clarify how it works a little bit, if that's okay. Yeah, I didn't have any. The, the only question, I mean, I really didn't have any questions, but but you can, yeah, you can clarify, sure. Okay, so it's actually one of the bylaws. It's not a rule, but, like, we can call it a rule for the sake of simplicity. But basically, um, as far as Lance being used in a way where maybe he's, like, taken in mm-hmm. and out of the game or put in the game even when the other two quarterbacks are not um, injured, that is an op- Yeah? They're saying the stream went down, so let me... No, I don't. I don't. I mean, it's still running on my end, but mm, it's running on my end. Uh, yeah, I, I see think, it too. I think we're okay. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as far as him five, being put in the game, stay in your even car when the other two quarterbacks are not injured, All that is an option. The only so difference is whether or not he takes in the car because we're fast. So if they designated a, designate him as an emergency third quarterback, that he would not be able to have an active roster spot, and they'd only be able to put him in the game if something happened to where the first two quarterbacks are unable to play, and that's based on um, a medical evaluation. But if they did want to have the option of throwing him in there, they, then all, all they'd have to do is just make it so that he does have an active roster spot, and he'd have to be on the 53 instead of this outside third quarterback emergency thing. So, so he- so if wait, they did, so he's already, if he, they did do that, so he's already on the fifty-three. Mm-hmm. He, he can't, like, you can't do the emergency quarterback thing without him. Or being not the, the not the fifty-three, the active. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, wrong terminology. The active, like, game day. Forty-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So if they don't put him on there, um, then he could be an inactive emergency third quarterback. But if he is active on game day, then he's taking somebody else's spot. But then they can put him in for whatever reason at all. And, and if they do do that and they have three quarterbacks listed on their active list, then they're not allowed to have another emergency quarterback 
So it just depends on, okay, do you want your third quarterback to be active and have the option of throwing him in there, or do you want him to be inactive and he's only going to be used in an emergency situation? And that's where I was like, I wonder if they're, if that's the bypass that they'll do if they want to carry three, which back in the day it was it was kind of normal because they had that emergency rule tucked in there. But now it's because of how versatile the league is now. Do you want to say, hey, I'm going to elevate a position that I, I really don't even want to see the field over a rotational guy that could play special teams, over a backup corner that can go out there in case somebody goes down that obviously those guys rotate. So that'll be the game they'll have to play. Do I want to carry Lance on the active roster or do I want to carry someone else? So that'll be interesting to watch depending on his development. Yeah, exactly. And that's the reason why the owners approve the rule because for most teams that's like a really easy decision. And for us it might be an easy decision um, but that's essentially why they made it the way they made it, so that it's not such a tough decision. Because for most teams, it's like, yeah, we we want that rotational piece or whoever, as opposed to a th- third quarterback that we don't plan to ever use. Ever use so they yeah. just won't take up somebody else's spot. So that's all. That, thanks for letting me talk. <laughs> all right, that's Jazz from BLS Podcast. Make sure you find her on. You're everywhere on that, right? Twitter and YouTube. I. Uh, yeah, if you go to bitcheslovesports.com, um, you can find my articles that I write, link to YouTube, link to Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, all that. All right. I just I just can't say it, you know. I mean, I know it's bitches love sports, but it just <laughs> it, it it doesn't sit right with me saying that and calling y'all that. So BLS podcast. Yeah. I grew up a certain way. I can't do it. Uh let's keep it, but let's keep moving here. Clebo. What's good, Clebo? What's good, Sky, man? How you doing this morning, bro? I'm doing I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, bro. Um, first of all, man, I just wanted to say, man, I do I love our roster, man. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I agree with you is uh, with the Isaiah Lane. And that's all I'm really waiting for. That's the only so, one, man. yeah. That's the only one I'm waiting for, man, is to make sure, you know what I'm saying, he, he can make it back into the practice squad. And, and like you said earlier, man, you know what I'm saying, I, like like my, my coffee said, you know, I don't even know why he did a press conference. This ain't going to be our team right here. So yeah, I, I, I was shocked that they put him out there knowing damn well you're not going to have a team that doesn't have a snapper. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? So, you're no back, a snapper or a backup center. Like, or a backup that, center, you know? right. Yeah, that's the other one, yeah. <laughs> So, but um, but I just wanted to touch a little bit more on the um, Trey Lance thing, man. The more I think about it, man, I, I, I look at it and I'm like, I ask myself, man, like all these people who who, who are defending Dak, and and I love Dak. I'm let me, let me get that out there. I love Dak, and I wouldn't I want to see nothing more but the Dak lead us to a Super Bowl with an MVP season. You know, number one because I'm a Cowboy fan, and then number two, you know, because all the you know the BS he had endured throughout, you know, just not even just off season, but just his yeah. career. But you know, I just want to know: are these people are Cowboy fans, or are they Dak Prescott fans? Because the more I look at this trade, man, and I look at Trey Lance, and, and you know, I've been watching a little bit of film the last couple of days, and this dude got some talent, bro. And you know what I mean? Like he's, he's definitely going to surpass Cooper Rush as the backup quarterback. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, who are worried about Dak's position, I don't think it's going to have any effect on Dak Prescott. I'm so confused right man, now, bro. Where are you going right with you, I'm okay. confused where you go. So, so you got beef with people that defend Dak, but you love Dak, but Trey Lance being here has nothing to do with Dak. Like, where where are we going no, 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 with no, this? No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm going to become, I'm about to become, nah, I don't, I don't have a uh, problem. I don't think Trey Lance, What basically what I'm saying is, is, if Trey Lance, let's say something happens to Dak Prescott, 
and that rap doesn't get hurt. And Trey Lance comes in and plays great, and he wins us the Super Bowl. What? Honestly, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just giving examples. I'm just giving examples. Trey Lance can honestly. Trey, do you would you do you think Trey Lance like right now? Would you say Trey right now? I wouldn't say he's better than Cooper Rush in the Cowboys game because he doesn't know the offense. I'm lost. Talent wise. I'm just asking, talent-wise, do you think Trey Lance is better than Cooper Rush? There's no doubt about it. He has more upside and talent than him. But I'm just lost on where, like, I'm trying to follow you, but it's like so you have me go, okay, here, then you go, like, over here, and I'm, and then you come back down. I have no idea where we're going with this one. So so let me, let's just slow it down a little bit and take it one step at a time. Let's take it one step at a time. Your first thing was you you have an issue with people defending Dak Prescott and then somehow that – has to do with Lance. Can you can you kind of can you kind of okay. bring that together? All right, all right. My, my thing is when I say defending that, I mean the over defending that Prescott. Like basically, like saying because I, I defended that Prescott in a way of saying I don't believe that Prescott should be worried about his job. But the over defending that Prescott that I have an issue with is when they're complaining about the Joneses bringing in Trey Lance. To, in their opinion, to replace that Prescott. Because the way I look at football, that's that's his competition. You know what I'm saying? So, you you, you following me right there so far? Kind of. I thought you just said you don't believe they brought him in to do that. No, what I'm saying is, no, I didn't say I don't think. I'm saying that I don't think he's going to replace that Prescott. Like, Mm -hmm. right this year, currently, I don't think he's good enough to replace Dak Prescott is what I'm saying. But what I'm also saying, the more I look at him, I don't think he's this bad quarterback that a lot of people are portraying him to be. You know, like he didn't even beat on uh, Sam Darnold. So a lot of people are looking at Trey Lance like he's not a good quarterback. I, I mean, right now he's not, right? Like right now he's a quarterback that has some talent that needs to be developed and he needs to, to get some reps and whatnot. So right now he's not a quarterback that you are, are counting on on a team that I agree with that. on a team that is ready to win a Super Bowl. And that was a problem with the draft pick in San Francisco. It's like why the hell are you drafting a dude who clearly needs so much development on a team that is ready to win a Super Bowl now? So that's their loss and hopefully our gain. And for his sake, uh, where he can sit back, chill, not have to have any pressure on him and can develop at the position. So all right. I think we're clear on that one. So the next one was, what if Trey Lance comes in, that goes down, and he wins a Super Bowl? He right? plays good. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me stop. No, I Let's like the think, other okay. one better. I like the I like to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going there. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. My, my, my whole point to that is, is all right, let's say not, of course not right now. In my opinion, I think about like the bye week, Week I don't seven know the point either, Toxic. Trey Lance? I'm sorry? I was, I was saying, I don't know the point either, Toxic. Toxic says something in there. But by the bye week, Trey okay, Lance? I'm, I'm to, okay, I think by the bye week or whatever, because of what I see Trey Lance on film and what I see personally with my eyes, I think he will be our number two quarterback. I don't think that's think anything he, crazy to say. Uh, I mean, that's okay. kind of, I mean, I okay. literally said that at the beginning of this. Like, and I said maybe by the bye week, maybe by week 10 or 11, he can, you know, elevate okay. himself to being quarterback too, but not anytime soon. Okay. And that's a maybe. I'm not going to sit here and, and say that's going to be the case, Me too. but maybe. Me too. That's a maybe. I agree with that. It's a maybe. 
And I'm just saying, that's just my opinion. I feel like from what I see from him and what I see no way Cooper he Rush, I think it would be nothing to surpass Cooper Rush. But my main thing, okay, I'm glad you're following me now. My main thing now is if something was to happen to Dak Prescott <clears> and Trey Lance steps in with this same team that Trey Lance plays good and he leads us to a Super Bowl victory. Awesome. Okay. Bro, awesome. we're we're we going to hey Vach, we going to jail. We we <laughs> okay, yeah, like I said, we're going to jail exactly. <laughs> so so, and I agree with you one hundred percent. But what 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 I'm saying, I guess we what what I'm really getting at is a lot of these people that are over defending Dak Prescott. Don't will they now be mad? Will they? Now... Who in no, the listen, rabbit listen. ass mind? Shout out to Bro G. Well, come on no, no, here. Let me, let, no, Clevo, I can't it, let you no, go through with this asinine statement. No, let me let me finish. And let, it's no, not because about, what you're trying to about. do is you're trying to paint people no. who support Dak Prescott in this light that, oh, my God, we won a Super Bowl with Trey Lance, but I don't care because it wasn't Dak. What are we doing, Clevo? No, no, that, that's not what I'm saying, God. Listen, let me finish. That's why I said let me finish. If, if, if after that point we go and we make – Trey Lance, our franchise quarterback now. Sir. All I'm asking will these Dak Prescott people still look at it the same. That's what I'm asking. Because yeah. I defend Dak Prescott too. Don't get me wrong. I love that. All this stuff about that. But I love the Cowboys more than I love Dak. And, and a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that I'm hearing, it seems like a lot of people love Dak more than they love the Cowboys. You, bro, you could have came on this. You could have came on here and said, because you, 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 you doing a whole lot of dancing, a whole lot of dance. You could have came on here and said <laughs> that. You could have just said that in general. You, you think people like Dak Prescott more than they like the Cowboys. But for your ridiculous example of if Trey Lance wins the Super Bowl, people who support Dak Prescott are going to come on here and have a damn problem for it. That is false. We won a Super Bowl, fam. Why are we go so? Are, are, are we? Are you one of the? You say you love Dak, right? You say you love him, which I find crazy because I'm hearing a totally different thing. How in how in the world? How in the world are you taking such a awesome example and you're spinning it in such a negative light? Where is that coming from? Is it coming from a, a undercover? You know, hatred of the quarterback, or you you kind of want him to see him moving on? Like I don't understand where this is coming from. Because I'll, I'll poll it. I will poll it right now. Somebody in this chat, tell me. They would come on here. A Dak, the biggest Dak Prescott fan. The biggest one. You will come on here and have an issue with Trey Lance winning the Super Bowl for the Cowboys. If you are one, call into the show and let me know you got an issue for it. Please tell me why. Unreal example, Clebo. And yes, I'm fired up about it. Because why are you going great lengths to shun people who support their quarterback? I support my quarterback too. I just think some people just overly like like with this whole. In my opinion, you mean what you're like doing people, right now? You are going so far left to shun people who support the quarterback. Are there extremists? Yes, Clebo. There are extremists on both sides. There are people who overly hate him, and there are people who think he does no wrong. I don't live in those worlds. I don't talk to you guys like, like about those people who live in those worlds often. I think that's easy to do, right? Like I don't, I don't do that. We try to keep it a bean here. What you're doing is extremely extreme for people who support that quarterback. So I, I have a problem with that because I support the quarterback, but ain't no way in hell. I'm about to sit here and, and be and moan. I got to let you go with that beep right there, bro. Okay. I'm not going to be and moan if 
if Trey Lance wins a Super I could give, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care what happens after that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I might literally be in jail for a year after that. <laughs> and I agree with you, Scott, and, and, and I'm not directing this to you because I don't look at you. I hear you talk every day, bro, and I hear how you come at it. You, as a Cowboy fan, you want to win. You defend Dak Prescott. I understand that. But if something is fair... I defend Dak Prescott from extremists. I don't defend Dak Prescott from his mistakes. That's two different things. That's what I was about. That's what I was saying. When it's fair, you don't don't defend Dak Prescott. But there are others who do. And that's why I'm really, I am confused. Like, I really have that question. Do they want to, do they want to see, are they they the type of person that Trey Lance comes over here, do they want to see Trey Lance fail because they love Dak Prescott so much? Maybe I should have asked him that way. Because me as a Cowboys fan and as a Dak Prescott fan, I want to see every player on our team succeed. I want to see every player on our team be great, and I think competition is good for the room. Once again, I have I don't think none of this will affect Dak Prescott, but in my opinion, the way I'm like when I'm looking on Twitter and I'm reading certain comments, it seems like they don't want Dak Prescott That's to have any competition. The Joneses. Joneses are bringing it. They don't like Dak Prescott. I don't even think that's true. I just think it's a negotiation. They don't like his agent. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my opinion. And, and when I'm reading all this stuff on Twitter, that's why I went where I went. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, all right, you're I'll end it this way. I, you just keep. You're just gonna Go keep going. It's just, it's just you're just throwing up words at this point. I will end it with this: the extremism that you're speaking of does not exist that way. That is, I, I don't agree with you. I think the extremism the other way is true. I think people 100% want to see Dak Prescott fail more than they want to see this team win. I guarantee you, if that were the case, there will be people on there saying, well, we won despite of Dak, get rid of him. Well, well, or they'll just be quiet. They won't even come on here at all because they won't be able to enjoy it because they've put so much energy into hating this man and wanting him off the team and saying he sucks and saying he can't do it and will never do it. That actually exists. The other side, I, I haven't seen the other side of people saying, I, I openly want him to fail or anyone else to fail because Dak Prescott. And I'll leave it at that, Kalebo. Appreciate you. That's cool. And we, we can get up. Yeah, I got I to let you go because we'll just continue to go round and round in circles. But that is such a, 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 a extremism. It's such an extremism, man. And I don't feel like going back into this whole Dak thing, but the reason why people have to defend the guy is because we're defending against the negative extreme. The sucks, the can't do it, the, you know, so far left as opposed to, let's just talk about. But there are real life Cowboy fans. See it every day. Get him off my team. I hate this guy. He sucks. He can't throw the ball past 10 yards. He can't read a defense. He can't do this. He ain't that. This would never da 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 What an example. A62, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Scott? You want to take a Wusa moment? Oh, 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 I can ask my question. Because <laughs> that was You're ridiculous. Right. 
You're right. You're right. Let me take oh. a Woosah moment. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We about to be upset because oh. we won a Super Bowl with Trey Lance. Yeah. Shit, that build him a statue yeah. for all I give a damn. That was that's ridiculous. But anyway, first of all, that came in as the top 10. So we will leave it at that. But anyway, I want to ask you a question because it's about the running back, Mr. Hunter. I truly believe that he's going to play a couple of uh, couple of games, not fully, because we got Pollard and we got Rico and also we got Deuce. My question to you, and this is what I think Mike wants to do with him, is use him as a specialist on the third down and one, or maybe a fourth and inches, like Philly have their little group thing when they do that fourth and one. And I believe that that's a big thing because you can have Deuce in the backfield also with Hunter on the third down and one, or maybe third or fourth and one, or inches. So what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, again, I, I've i kind of went back to my original thought of him, which makes this all feel much better, right? He's a fullback. So an, an original right. thought process was if he's going to play fullback, we know he, he runs the ball. He did it in what's the name a lot. He can catch out the backfield. Right. He can move around. And, yeah, those are right. – if he's going to be a lead, lead backer, there you go. I mean, it shouldn't just be with Deuce Vaughn in the backfield. It should be with any of those dudes. <laughs> yeah, in the backfield. That's true. Yeah, anybody, right? Yeah. Like Rico, TP, whomever, yeah. Get, get him in there. You can either yeah, hand that's... it off to him and get that one, or you can play action it. And he leaks out the backfield. When the last time we seen that shit, that that happened in Dallas, right? A play action in <laughs> yeah. the fullback, yeah. Richie Anderson, maybe. You know, leak yeah. out and, and you know it catch a pass be. for a first down. Yeah, and um, what do you think about Davis? You think he might try to bring him back on the practice squad or just leave him out there? I mean, I would look and like I said, there's a whole, in my opinion, there's a whole bunch of these running backs that are out there. You know, right. So right. I, I would look. I would scour the waiver, or not even a waiver, because they have to be on the roster. But I would, I would scour the the if all these if some of these guys clear waivers, I would scour the free agency market, um, and, and then see if I can get an upgrade from Malik. If not, then yeah, they probably bring Malik back. Yeah, and one more uh, one more thing, I'm gonna let you go because I know you got other callers. Um, the the situation to me, I don't think it's a situation with uh, Trey Lance. I think what it is, see. Jerry Jones is looking at him as far as the future, and people not understand that. Dak is not going to be uh, with the Cowboys. And I would say no later than maybe about another three or four years. Um, All depends on guy, extension. All depends. If he's against well, an extension, that's true, then, that's, yeah. true. Uh. that's true. That's true. That's uh. true. That's true. But there was a room at one time, because at one time with um, Cooper Rush, there was going to be an interview with Cincinnati. And it didn't it didn't pan out, but Cincinnati ended up taking Will Greer. You know that, right? I think it was Raiders, but but I know what you're talking about. There was a storm that yeah, happened. Yeah, it was Cincinnati and Raiders. Yeah, it was Cincinnati and Raiders. Anyway. Yeah, but what, 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 where are you getting right. at though? Oh, because I'm trying to see if now that if anybody's going to pick up Coop, or he just going to stay with Dallas as a second. You mean like next year or or this season? Yeah, next year, next year, next, oh. year. next year. Yeah, I think the hope is that Trey Lance can, by by the time we get to having to make a decision on Cooper Rush, they feel confident in Trey Lance being your quarterback too, right? And then you can try to okay. trade Cooper Rush, because I think that's what you want to do. You want to try to get something for his ass. And if you can't right. trade Cooper Rush, then, you know, right. you let him go. But that's the plan. That's the hope. You don't trade the fourth-round pick right. for, for him to remain your third-string quarterback for two years. If that's the case, right. that exactly. means he's not developing, right? Yeah, it would be that way, yeah. 
But uh, that's pretty much it. But, you know, I thank you. Continue doing what you're doing, and uh, hopefully you don't have to be taking no Tylenols and no Midols and no... Oh, I said, <laughs> you know, stop. Like no, you keep doing what you're doing. And, and by the way, I've been a Cowboy fan since 75. So I'm back there with you. Know, you know, you got, yeah, I'm but I love the way man. you guys, I love the way you guys handle yourself. I love to see you and Roch when y'all, you know, talk about, I mean, I really do, you know, with Law and uh, West Coast and all, I really enjoy, I wish it was a way I can put you guys against them four letters. People, you know exactly what I'm talking Bro, about. I used because to say that all the time. You guys talk about stats. You guys, you guys go through serious stats. You guys go through, and these guys don't want to do it. And then one more thing, and one thing I don't like is when people talk about Dak having 17 uh, interceptions. One thing that bothers me the most when the adversary talks about, oh, Dak had 17 interceptions. Let's go and let's look at the videotape of all the 17 interceptions and let you explain them. They don't never want to do that. Because all those was not Dak's fault. That may have had about anywhere from seven to ten, and I seen it, but it was never seventeen. But nobody talked about Josh Allen and all the other people that are making these crazy, ridiculous interceptions. But anyway, like I said, keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, every now and then I'm gonna definitely call in to try to make sure to talk about something that's real. <laughs> you have a good day, and let's go Cowboys. <laughs> I just gotta laugh, man. I can't get over it. Clebo, you gave me you gave me something today, boy. Ooh wee. I did I poll it? I didn't even ask y'all. Would it, would anybody? I mean, I need I need the biggest Dak fan in the world to step forward right now. I had to pull this thing on. I don't want to do it on Twitter. Twitter messy. Any of y'all be pissed off or or? Trying to spin this thing into some negative light. If we did something, we ain't done the third. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Two more, man. Let me get the heck up out of here. Seven five seven. What's good? What's going on, Sky? What's up with you? Back to him. <clears throat> yeah, man. You got a back fan here, man. What you talking about, it, man? Well, perfect. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you. You got a Dak fan, right? You a Cowboy fan too, yeah. right? Let me make sure of that because. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's yeah, a conspiracy time. theory out yeah. there that if you support this quarterback, you're not a Cowboy fan. So you're a Cowboy fan too. Cool. Love, how upset yeah. would you be if the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Trey Lance? Not at all. All right, here you go. Go ahead. <laughs> not at all. I'm asking all y'all. I'm a, I'm a supporter of whatever, whatever quarterback we got on this team, man. I'm a supporter, man. Right. I mean, if he's I mean, if if he good, good, right? Yeah, if he good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. I'm not gonna just look at you know Dak has his flaws too, but you know I'm gonna support him. You know, same thing with Tony Romo. You know, when Tony uh, when Romo was up here, you know, of course before that, wasn't much to support. I mean, not not support, but you know what I mean. We didn't have much. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Aside of that though, man. Um, I'm just say far as I'm be quick, man. Uh, linebackers, man. I like see us go get uh, Christian Kirksey, man. I like him. You know, I seen when the Texans. Yeah, and he's he can play inside and out, and um, you know he was actually pretty, he was actually good for them. So I like to see us go get a guy like him, man. And uh, he's been in the league for what, nine years, only thirty. Um, so I like to like to see us go get a guy like him, man. Um, you know when I seen him when they when I seen they released him, I said yeah, <clears throat> I said we could look into that. But um, also man, I like to see who who who, who you think gonna get number one, man. Number. The, the jersey number one, man. I like to see a dog get it. 
you know. You know who got the jersey right now? I feel like that. Brandon huh? Al- Brandon Aubrey got that number right now. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So he might have to come up off that. Yeah, 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 man. I like, I like to see a, you know, it, I feel like it's been disrespected the last couple of years with Calvin Joseph, man. You know, who, uh, I'm looking at the corners right now. Eric Scott, Noah Igbenogany, potentially. Somebody said give J. Lou number one, give uh, Deuce Vaughn number two. Deuce number two. Yeah, I like to see that. Um, I, I don't know why. I just feel like one at linebacker would be so hard. Like like Damone Clark wearing number one or something. That'd be dope. Yeah, they, uh, Marquise be. Bell. Yeah, I, that'd be pretty dope too. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, I like to see that one instead of that 33, man. I like to see that one instead of that 33 better. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I'm with you. Damone Clark, I, I, I would love to see Damone Clark rocking that one, actually. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, I know everybody <clears> – <throat> Few people talking about, um, you know, maybe Birmingham Malik Davis back or, you know, looking for a running back, man. I think one thing, I don't know if it's been mentioned, that has been uh, realized, man. Ronald Jones pretty much still on his team, man. He, but he's not available. He's on a reserve list suspension. He's, yeah. yeah, I know he's on a yeah, reserve suspension, but, you know, he's, you know, they didn't do anything with him. So I think they kind of, you know. Well, because they have his rights. You think they just got to roll Ronald Jones? Huh? I mean, they have his rights. There was really nothing. You, you didn't have to do anything, if that makes sense, right? Like, you didn't have to cut him. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like what he did was some, he ain't shoot up the club. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no gun underneath him. He yeah. was selling drugs. He ain't doing none of that. So there really wasn't, like, a reason to cut him at that point in time because you carried 90 people on a roster, and he's not costing you a roster spot yeah. now. I think people looking at the running back yeah. spot is more so for practice squad, right? Like, like what if what if something happens to one of the running backs you you need to call somebody up from the practice squad. Now, once we get to week three, bro, then yeah, that Ronald Jones question will come come back to light. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm 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 just asking. Man. I, I mean, I'm kind of. I was looking at Ronald Jones. I, I don't think he was kind of giving a fair shake. I think he's pretty decent. I think he, you know. I mean, he, giving a chance. So. He got unlucky. If anything, he got hurt. So it's hard to say yeah. he didn't get a fair shake. He got hurt before preseason started, like literally, like right before the first game. No, no, no I'm not talking about with us. I'm not talking about with oh, us. I'm just oh, talking about oh. when he was down in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he had a good year before um, they went and got uh before they went and got um. Oh, for sure. Look, I, I'm. I'll, I'll say this. You know, some people might not like it. I'll say it. I think he would have had a better preseason than Malik Davis. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, you know, I think he can be that kind of that thumb for force. Um, you know, if given a chance. But uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. Like I said, we got two weeks. You know, a few weeks before we even see him. So, um, yeah, man, that's all I got for right now, man. That guy with the uh, the Dak stuff, the Dak supporter. But if Trey Lance, that was so tra- you know, that was whatever, so it kind of threw me off. You know, <laughs> threw you off. Threw me off. It but gave yeah, me a man. headache. <laughs> yeah, it was all over. But um, I guess I kind of see what he's saying, man, to a certain extent. I guess he's saying, people saying uh, pretty much, because you got the people that say that, you know, Trey Lance can't supplant Dak at some point in time, I guess, as the starter, you know, you know, like they like Dak can't do no wrong. I guess that way, that's what he was trying yeah, he to He should have started I'm with sure. the whole 
Oh, I, I I think there's a there's a group of people who overly protect or whatever it is. He should have started with that because it, it was going all over the place yeah. at first. And then the example of if he wins the Super Bowl, there's going to be people that's going to be upset. And, and, and that's just crazy. That's madness. It's madness. But I don't know anybody. Yeah. I don't care if you're the biggest fan. Dak fan ever. I don't think they'll just, you know, be mad because Trey Lance went one of the Super I don't even think at that point in time. I don't even think they'd be thinking about that. No, all you can think is <laughs> <laughs> all you know is we won a Super Bowl, Damn. and you ready? I know me personally. It did me real quick. I know me personally. We win the Super Bowl. I'm going talking trash. I'm going on. I'm calling. I'm on every social platform. I'm talking junk for the next to the next season. So I ain't even gonna be thinking about none of Not that. So, you know, yeah. They can get tired of me, but uh, that's all I got, man. All right, man. Salute. Okay, we got an overprotector in there. Would you be mad, Belize? Doubt it. Last one, man. I'm on a time crunch now, for real. Now, 469, what's up? What's going on with you, Skywalker Steel? What's good with you? Nothing much, man. So, I'm going to start with the 53 man roster first. Okay. Again, um, I ain't mentioned this. Bitch, your boy, fine above the rest, man. Fine above the rest. All right, let me put you in there. Fine. Fine? Flying above the oh, rest. Flying, flying, flying. Got you. Flying above the rest. What's up? Yeah, yeah man. So, um, I called the TV show um, last week for the first time ever. This is my second time calling in the TV show. I just subscribed to you last week as well. I, I'm really digging your show, okay, man. Okay, appreciate it, man. You, so, you're fairly new around here. Buckle up, man. The season's fun. The season's fun. Oh, yeah, I've been following Law Nation for, like, three years now, and then I hopped on yours. I, I follow you, Jay Tucker. I like you guys a lot, man. So, but let me go and get into it. So, with the 53-man roster, I'm super happy we kept Hunter. Very, very happy we, hit, we kept him, man. We needed a good fullback. He's going to fit in perfectly with this Texas Coast offense that we're going to run. Super happy we kept Jalen Brooks. I personally thought they was going to go with Dennis Houston. But they went with Jalen Brooks. Can't get mad at that because the dude balled out. He didn't ball out all that well in the preseason game, but that was weird. Green Cooper Rush in practice, trying to count. He looked good with that. So I get why they kept him. I think they'll bring the him back. One. I think they'll bring Houston back to the practice squad. Or try it. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, now I I agree with you, man. With the linebacker lack of depth that we had. I really saw Isaiah Lane making his team because he could come off the edge. But, man, in my opinion, he has some flexibility. He can play a little bit of linebacker, too, as long as you got him going downhill. I believe he got a little bit of flexibility. That's where I push back on you, brother. Um, I think that was – yeah, I think that was the initial plan. That was the initial plan. He was doing some linebacker things early in camps, like like not, not training camp, like rookie mini camp and OTAs. And I think they figured out that'll be a no for me, dog. And, and they, they just kept him there at edge, and they used Tyrus Wheat in that situation. Okay, okay. I feel that. But regardless, yeah. I, I hate we lost him, man. I hate we lost him, right? Yeah, I, she, yeah, I would have kept him over. Nice, I would have personally yeah, kept him over nice. Neville Gallimore. I would have kept him over Hunter Lipke. I would have kept him over uh, Jalen Brooks. I would have kept him over a couple dudes for sure. More for Gallimore. I, I couldn't agree, but I get why they did that because they cut Bohanna. So I, I, I get why they had to do that. Yeah. Even though we got we talking about a one take versus three take, overall I still get it. 
But um, but that's pretty much it, man. The roster's pretty much solidified. We, we was really just looking at the bottom end guys. Who's going to be these last few guys? Oh, my last one. One Yay Thomas, man. I love the guy's story. Oh, I got so to on Twitter and look up his story on some of the things he's been through, man. I, I love the story of him, man. I'm happy he made the team. He's making the family proud. And I think he's going to give us a little bit of what Deron Bland gave us last year in the season. I think he's going to come in and shake some stuff up. He's going to surprise a lot of people. Well, the, the 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 problem is, and I hate this because in order for Wanye Thomas to to make that type of impact, somebody has to get hurt or somebody has to be playing piss poor. And 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 the latter, I can't see Donovan Wilson, J. Ron Curse, or Malik Hooker playing piss poor. Um, but the, I agree. The, it's going to be the end. Yeah. The good thing is, the good thing is though, if one of those guys get hurt, we got the depth that we feel excited about. If if somebody has to step in, spot on, spot on. Now that I've been over the 15 and roster and my personal opinions about it, let me get on this Trey Lance and Dak Prescott thing. So I'm going to start off with here first. When Dak Prescott broke his ankle, I was sitting in my living room and I bust out in tears. That's how bad I hurt for the man. I love Dak Prescott. Of course, the man 100%. I was one of the Cowboys fans that was – Pretty much, I wonder if I by myself now. I was one of the Cowboys fans saying, if the Cowboys didn't pay back, I was willing to no longer be a Cowboys fan because of how in the past the Cowboys have had a good history of having a black quarterback. We finally have one that is good. So I, that's how strongly I support Dak Prescott. So all I don't mean to troll you, but are you more of a Dak Prescott fan or a Cowboy fan? Oh, Cowboy fan, Cowboy fan, hundred percent. And and I'm, I'm about ask, to give y'all my. Sound like you was a Dak Prescott fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, no, I'm a big fan. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no shame <laughs> in my game. I'm a big fan. Okay. All right. Straight up. With all that being said, we're going to go back a little history. We have not won the Super Bowl since the 1995-1996 season. That's the last time we won a Super Bowl. I myself am 27 years old. That's how long it's been since the Cowboys has won the Super Bowl. And I was born in 96. Since then, we've had numerous quarterbacks. The longest quarterback we held on to the longest before that was Tony Romo for 14 years. Never reached the NFC Championship game. We've had we've had Dak Prescott on his roster for eight seasons now. Have not reached the NFC Championship game. These Seven, are just fact people. This is the eighth one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. We've had. I'm not saying he started, but we've had him for eight eight seasons. Seven. You know. This is the eighth one. But just just giving you. Yeah, the- yeah. But, uh, no. You're right. I was kind of speaking this one into existence because we're in the season. Gotcha. But I got you. Yeah. So, um, and still, yeah, have not reached the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all know. Going back for a moment, there's various of, of reasons. I'm not saying excuses, but various of reasons on why our teams over the past 27 years have not made it back. But reality that we have not. Yeah. We cannot, as a nation, sit here and be like, why won't Jerry Jones? Why won't Jerry Jones do this? Why won't he do that to try to better our team? And then he go out and do such, and then we mad about it. We can't do that. We've had that for seven seasons going into his eighth, eighth season now. Whether you love that or hate that, that does not matter. If you support the team, do you love this move? Because it's just about making the team better. Like you, I won't give a damn if it's Trey Lance that gets us, get, gets us to the Super Bowl. I just want to get there. I don't care if... I don't care if Kellen Moore came back suited up and won the Super Bowl for the Cowboys. 
Exactly. <laughs> I can't give a damn. I guarantee, you, the, I guarantee you, the Eagles don't care that it was Nick Foles that got them the Super Bowl. They no. don't care. They don't care at all, man. And, and, and with that being said, man, I got to be real. With me being a big Prescott fan, the writing is definitely on the wall. Not saying this season. I'm not saying this season. But I, because now we ain't talking football. We talking Cowboys football. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know there's a difference. The Cowboys do stuff different from all other 31 teams. Cowboys do football differently here. And with the Cowboys and how Jerry Jones move around with contracts, Stephen Jones move around with contracts, I can definitely see this is a life insurance policy. When Dak Prescott contract is up with a no trade clause, unless it gets super ugly and Dak come out and be like, trade me with a no trade clause, they can't trade Dak. Right. Plus all the money. So with that being said, Jerry, don't stick it out with Dak and let him be here unless Dak decides he wants to leave and he goes to the front office. But I don't see Dak getting an extension unless Dak takes us to the Super Bowl and wins this year. If he don't do that, they're going to let him finish out the contract. But then they won't they won't resign. They're gonna go ahead, go with the young guy, take their money that they was going to give for that for the extension, and put it in for CeeDee Lamb and then load up for Parsons next year. That's what they would end up doing. In my opinion there. So to be clear, to be clear, the only way Dak Prescott in your eyes sees an extension is if he wins the Super Bowl. Correct. Because Jerry, as we see, is already looking at the future. Going to trading a fourth round pick for a twenty three year old quarterback that was taken in the third overall pick. That's is this it's only if I'm not mistaken, like the second year of his rookie contract. Oh yes. And he and the Cowboys got time to pick up that fifth year option too. The Cowboys are gonna to want to save money at the quarterback position, which they have now with getting Trey Lance. So and I'm just, I'm just trying to give you a chance here. What what is the other context with that? Is it just flat? Because because is it just flat out? If this guy does not win the Super Bowl this year, they're going to let him play on a sixty million dollar cap hit in twenty twenty four, all for the hopes of of Trey Lance developing into your franchise quarterback by twenty twenty five, to where you're going to have to either a extend Trey Lance on a massive deal if he's shown that he can be a franchise quarterback, or b let him play out his last year of his deal. And then you, if he balls out, you extend him on a massive deal as well. So that's, that's exactly going to go. No, yes, one hundred percent. So that fifth year option, that fifth year option of Trey Lance, that's going to be the year that he starts and he gets when he's going to get a chance to play, and then he's going to get his big extension after that. And that's going to be after Micah and C.D. Lamb that's has heavy. already gotten their money. That's heavy, brother. I mean, I, I could spend a lot of times pushing back on you, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted at this point. Um, I'll just say this. I would be extremely surprised if Dak Prescott is playing on a $60 million cap hit next year. Extremely surprised. Have, haven't, so you, you haven't been extremely surprised by the move the Cowboys front office has made this entire offseason? They're, they're giving us the new blueprint. They're moving differently. They, they, are, they are doing what you're supposed to do to, to win championships. These are positive things. These are great things. What you're speaking of is not, you know, which you, you, you allowing him to stay on a $60 million cap hit, especially because, again, I try to give you a chance to give me context. So you just said he has to win the Super Bowl. I can tell you something right now, sir. If Dak Prescott goes out here and he 
has a fantastic regular season. They get to the NFC Championship game. He plays very well in the NFC Championship game. I would I would bet you whatever you want to bet that they will extend Dak Prescott. I will bet you that. But we'll play your game. We'll play your game. Because you didn't include any context. You didn't include any. But your game is that he absolutely has to win the Super Bowl. They're going to move on for a kid who is not nearly ready. Because you didn't even include that context either. Because we could play this no, game. No, no, I'm not saying this year. I'm saying in two years. That's when gives Trey right. time to but, get But here's the context. Here's the context. What if Trey ain't ready? What if Trey's not good enough? Be. He will be. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That, so, that's why so, we have the coaching staff. So wait, 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 wait. So clairvoyantly here, clairvoyantly, because that's what you're acting. That's what you're doing. Trey yes, Lance sir. will be ready, but Dak won't win. That's what you're saying. I didn't say Dak won't win. So then Dak will what? Because you Trey Trey will be ready. Dak will what? Let me get your opinion on that. Okay, no problem. So in two in two years, so Dak got two more years on the contract. In two years, Trey Lance will be ready. Okay, and in, in two, two years, years, Dak Prescott will what? In two years, Dak Prescott will continue to push the bar, but no matter what, Jerry Jones is going to get rid of no, Dak Prescott. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a definite, because you're, you're definitely saying Trey Lance in two years will be ready to be a franchise quarterback. By two, by two years in, Dak Prescott will have done what? If he has not won the Super Bowl, he's going to do the same no, thing he's been doing. No, 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 no. See, this is what I didn't want to do, but I'm already here. So, damn it, I'm just going through with it, sir. You're you speaking in absolutes for one player and then hypotheticals for another. You absolutely believe Trey Lance will be ready to be a franchise quarterback by 2025. Dak Prescott by Correct. 2025 will have done what? And speak in absolutes. That way we can add context to this thing. Okay. Um, by 2025, Dak Prescott would have, realistically, he would have gotten us to an NFC Championship game. Okay. So do you but see? But that won't you... be enough for Jerry Jones. Okay. Which right. is why he would be gone. Because again, it's been over 27 years since we've won. It's been also over 27 years since we got there too. The 20, the, Correct. The, the yeah, yeah, of course. Game. Of course. So, so 100%. Dak Prescott, you're, and, and let me just one more, one more, and then we can end it. Do you think he'll get to the NFC Championship game this year? If we're yes. speaking absolutes? Yes. This, this year, I'm thinking we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win this year. I got all the faith. Dak is the perfect quarterback for our team this year. We, we're locked and loaded, man. So in all three phases. So in closing for me. Okay. You believe Dak will get to the NFC Championship game and that won't be enough for him to get extended, right? If, if they don't go to the Super Bowl. No, but sorry, not because this play. I got you. Um, no, but not because of his play, because of the Jones ego. We can't ignore that. We Again, we're not talking football. We're talking Cowboys football, and there's a difference there. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You know, I think we're going to be on two different sides on that part. Um, but and for, I don't think it's, I don't think I need to explain deeply why. The, if, if that yeah. leads you to a place they haven't been in – 30 years almost, I find it yeah. hard to believe he's just going to throw that away knowing he's yeah. got a quarterback that can get you to that point and possibly the next point because if three years in a row there'll be progression. Uh, he's a he's a pro's pro. He's a great leader on and off the field. He's everything you want in a franchise quarterback, and now oh, you yeah. mean to tell oh, me he wins a great multiple games? That'd be I find that hard to believe, but that is something that is interesting. It's, it's another – I haven't heard that one yet. I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> 
But the only reason why it would go that way is because they've already – now, we're not having this conversation if they don't ever make the trade for a trade lens. But the fact that they traded for a trade lens, it changes the whole dynamic of Dak's future. I, I think Dak Prescott controls his future. If Dak Prescott is awful, Dak Prescott won't be here. If Dak Prescott wins, like you said, multiple po- games in the, in the postseason and gets to the NFC Championship game, me personally, Skywalker still, I believe he'll be here long term. I don't even think that's a – it's a conversation, but – but but I, I get it. I get it. We're we're looking into the we're trying to dig deeper into this Trey Lance thing. And your your thing is that Trey Lance one hundred percent is here to replace Dak if Dak can't get it done. But your can't get it done is win a Super Bowl. Um so yeah. Oh yeah, because that's that's Jerry Jones standard. He's made he's made that no secret. He he said most of the times he got more years behind him than in front of him. And he's trying <laughs> he to get one more in. He, he said, Do you think that's Jerry Jones? Okay. You think that's Jerry Yo, Jones? Why, why you think Jerry Jones make the trade without consulting with Mike McCarthy? He ain't. Does it? You wait, wait a minute. You, you you think Trey Lance right now is a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No, that's not what I said. I said, why do you think? Well, you said that's a standard. Jerry so Jones. you're saying he's making a trade oh, because okay, the okay. standard is to win the Super Bowl, and then he you believe that Jerry Jones made his trade because you think he can be the guy to win the Super Bowl. I think they made a trade oh, yeah. to upgrade their backup quarterback position, right, and to have a young guy on the come. I've said this many a times that this is the perfect quarterback room you want to have. Franchise guy, veteran backup, Agreed. developmental guy that can you hope can come through the waivers. That It's that simple to me. I'm not looking at it any deeper like this. But if, if Jerry Jones was all about winning the Super Bowl, trust and believe me, many different things would have happened over the last 15 years that have not happened. I don't believe Jerry Jones gives that much about winning the Super Bowl. That's something that he wants to do, but he's more worried about other things. Now, Will McClay... And other these other guys, sure, thank God they're here. But I just had to laugh when you say his standard is winning Super Bowls. If his standard was winning Super Bowls, trust and believe me, we'd have been doing things completely different over the last 15 years. That's all I'm saying. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more, Skywalker Steel. You're right on point, man. I'm just happy that this season, this offseason, let me rephrase, this offseason, I'm seeing a different change in, in, in the front office, and that's what's giving me this new perspective based yeah. on the new way I see them moving. Yeah, I mean it. It's they're setting us up to do it. So, oh yeah, listen, I'm I'm super proud of the team, man. And don't anybody listening, don't get where final book versus coming from, man. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I bleed blue and white when it comes to my Cowboys, man. Like I, I love my Cowboys, and I believe this year we have everything in place. You're right. Our QB room just became a lot more better, more skill, more knowledge, and we got Dak as the team captain leading the ship. Mr. Walter Payton, man of the year himself, one of only three active players in the league who still hold that title. So super duper great for Trey Lance to come in and learn behind a guy like that. And, and I, hope, I hope this becomes a Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers situation. The Packers um, drafted Jordan Love in the first round, Aaron Rodgers went back to back MVPs. I would love to see something like that for Dak. That's kind of where my mind is envisioning we're going in with this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I see, I, I get where you're coming from. I just the 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 premise, I just disagree with. I do think if we if we get to the Super Bowl or, or NFC Championship game, he will 100 percent extend them. You believe he won't? I think it's just that simple. And and, and oh, I, yeah. hey, look, I, no, that's that's fair. Oh yeah, but man, you know the beauty of this conversation is, man, think about what we're talking about here. We gotta have a good ass team for us to be having this type of conversation right here, man. This, this is truly a blessing. I want all Cowboys to remember that our situation here is a blessing, y'all. We ain't set up like a lot of teams. We are freaking loaded. Loaded, y'all. Let's rally behind our team. Let's support the team. 
the whole team, man, because we're going to need it. We're going to have enough of the three and the four left networks attacking us because we got to start. So let's support the team that's rally behind our team. Cowboy Nation, stand the fuck up. It's your boy, Flying Above the Rest, and I'm out. Salute, man. Appreciate you. Flying Above the Rest. I salute Flying Above the Rest because he understands that I'm definitely going to have conversations, and not everybody can enjoy that. Uh, not everybody can 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 get can digs actual debates and me questioning thoughts, and that's why I open the phone lines because I'm not opening the phone lines just for y'all to talk. All right, man, thanks, peace, and we out. Nah, y'all want to talk. We want to have this conversation, and that's what I want to do. And I know people don't don't like that, and that's fine. And and I got to the bottom of what he was saying, you know, and it's flat out simple for me. If he gets to the NFC Championship game, I absolutely think they'll extend him. He does not believe that. He believes they'll they'll let him play on the sixty million dollar. I find that hard to believe too. Uh, he also doesn't believe he's going to request a trade. You know, so there's just things I have to ask these questions. I can't fake it to y'all. I can't just sit here and sometimes some people say off the wall things and I'm just like, oh no, you're crazy. But there's other times I'm like, what do you mean by that? And I want to know. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. I I'm already way past where I need to be. Uh, got got meetings I got to hit and lots going on over the next two days. So, uh, <laughs> y'all are crazy in this chat, man. Y'all are crazy in this chat, but I appreciate the chat, man. Even those who don't like the calls, even those who who are opposed to me debating, opposed to me questioning. I've always been asked questions, guy get to the bottom of things but gotta go appreciate y'all hit that like button on the way out if you enjoy the show shoot that subscribe button up i shouldn't say that we just traded hit the subscribe button if you are new here we had we had a caller who called in and said they just came through last week i think you're in for a treat this off or this uh regular season how we do things around here it's pretty cool i will be back though for vacha's show and then tomorrow i will not be I'll let y'all know about all that tomorrow. With that said, man, I'm going to go ahead and hit this button and get to it. Gots to go. We out of here. Love y'all.